everyone. Welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie podcast. I'm April Atmansky, and I'm here today with... Justin DeClue. And Colin Cunningham. And this is our 20th episode. Come on. Our 20th anniversary. 20 years, guys. Wait, is that the paper right. anniversary? The paper anniversary? Uh, you know, it like might be silver. Or silver. Or metal. metal. Who knows? Yeah. The classic metal anniversary uh. when you finally get the robot body she or he always wanted. <laughs> hey, speaking of robots, one, one day. the first movie we watched uh, tonight uh, had two very tiny and metal tin looking robots in them. I think the word you're looking for is plastic. <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. It was plastic with uh, spray paint. It was 1979. 79. Star Crash. My favorite Star Wars film. I love this picture. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys can go on. This is a joke just for <laughs> April and Carl. Justin. Colin. Justin is a filthy, filthy liar. <laughs> the entire time I laid on my back, Jabba the Hut style, going, "Oh, boring." Hey, check out what happened on Twitter. Yeah. You're showing me. I'm the like, Twitter. have you guys seen the new Sonic the Hedgehog? I'm like, man, I'm had realized. I'm like, I'm trying to watch Star Crash. Now, this is something I've been. Uh, I don't really know anything about the movie other than I'd seen the trailer and it looked pretty cool, and I knew David Hasselhoff was in it. Uh, love the Hoff. Yeah, Nick love, Fury himself. Who doesn't, who doesn't? Yeah, the original Nick Fury, man. <laughs> That's right. Um, wait, wait, the original Nick Fury. Yeah, he it was, was in, a TV pilot. Yeah, it was a oh, TV pilot. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Cool. I worked at the place, uh, GVFX. <gasps> mm-hmm. and For in, great. And they had a model shop downstairs, <laughs> and they had the original helicarrier that they made mm. for the TV thing. And it was huge. It was mm. like, you know, maybe 12 feet long Did you or break something. it? Uh, no. Okay. No. That was like a piece of TV history, man. I'm not going to break <laughs> that. Original That's the helicarrier. original helicarrier. Were you like, I wish I was working on this, and then you went back up and did, like, I don't know, like Max Headroom or whatever no, show you were No, it was the Santa Claus 2. <laughs> Santa Claus 2 again. Wait, no. You weren't working on the Santa Claus 2 when they were doing... This was long after. They had it just lying around the model shop. <laughs> oh. So uh, probably like, because that was in the 90s, so that was like 10 years after. I, I never saw it, but they, yeah, they had it. What do you it. think it is now? Probably broken down or something uh, like that. I don't know. I remember they shut down and they moved out to Vancouver, so mm. maybe somebody kept it. But it was so big, and uh, it was like hung in their model shop like it was their prize <laughs> model. Like, this is the greatest thing they've ever something done. from, from some a Nick Fury Nick pilot? Fury TV show that, that like, didn't get picked up. Nobody oh, ever boy. saw. Yeah, it was released to VHS. Uh, I don't know if it was official or just bootleg I form. think you can find it on YouTube. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Well, but back to Star yeah, Crash. Unfortunately, David Hasselhoff is not in this movie hardly at all. <laughs> not in Enough. He comes he, in in the third act, and he's kind of a presence, but it takes way too long to get to him. But up until then, yeah, we got yeah. some real charismatic some dynamos, heavy on hitters. Screen. We've got uh, Marjo Gortner. Okay, so the main character of this movie is a really weird-looking man. Um, he's like an older guy and not who you would look at and think this is the lead of my space adventure story. Wait, what if you have a golden, curly-haired, ex-preacher um, boy fetish? <laughs> yeah, like okay, a so, little boy preacher. So this is weird. Marjo Gortner, mm-hmm. he was like a child evangelist, a famous child evangelist. and uh, A famous uh, scam artist as well. Yeah. and uh, He yeah. was known as being like a magician because he could do like slate of hand tricks that it, he would do in his he, he would evangelist. Do like Shows. Oh, okay. And he would do like healings mm-hmm. and stuff oh, like that. Oh, come on. Um, what? Are, are you being, are you <laughs> no, insulted by our... what a hack. Can, his, his parents kind of forced him into oh, it. I would love if I could do magic. Can you do slate of hand? Call, you know what? Colin looks like uh, someone who practiced as a child. No. Are no? you kidding? I do digital uh, trickery. <laughs> you do look like maybe you could do card tricks or something. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Like as a kid? No, you're like, no. Ooh, no. You're like... You know what? I, I used to, uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a magician. So my dad took me course. to a magic shop. There you go. I got it. Bought me like a magic kit. But it was <laughs> just all these stupid little tricks. Like the were, little guillotine you put your yeah. 
fingers. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I what is that. the point yeah. of that? It looks like that you're going to cut your... Because I think there's a uh, a switch you can flick on those. That's right. That and you can it, cut something, yeah. and then if you flick it off, it'll just go over. It kind of like rises up over mm-hmm. your finger, then comes back down to cut something below your finger. And yeah. It looks like... It was really... I cut my finger really badly using that thing because oh, I didn't no. press the switch, and I just jammed it I was it down. about to ask that question, yeah. and I got my answer. There you go. Yeah, but, you know, Colin to... had to bring Spawn to life and shit. That's better than any kind <laughs> of slate of hand like, trick. how did I do it? <laughs> but, yeah, the main, the main with, guy, Marjo. Lightwave. Mar- I have no idea what it's called. What his character's name is, but Let's he's call him, kind uh, of weird. curly-haired. He's a weird-looking man. He's an unpleasant-looking man. And yeah. I, uh, You know who's not unpleasant-looking? Carolyn Monroe. Carolyn Monroe. She's, yeah. uh, she was in a Bond movie. I think it was The Spy Who Loved Me. Uh, oh, really? Probably. Something like that. They all go in my mind together. So in English, in this movie, there is uh, not with an English accent in this film. <laughs> no, yeah, there's over. there's the the guy we just mentioned and the female lead who spends most of the movie in a tiny, tiny leather bikini. <laughs> it uh, is very gratuitous. Sometimes she wears a see-through spacesuit. Uh, that was a spacesuit. Yeah, uh, bikini. But it's basically no, she's just, just being wearing modest. like a plastic bag. Mm. And we should let people know if you don't know what Star Crash is, it's an Italian ripoff of Star Wars, directed mm-hmm. by Luigi Cosi. And it's a Roger Corman movie. Nope. It no? was released by Roger Corman, oh. mm-hmm. but it was originally funded in part, I believe, by AIP. AIP. Uh, and then- Samuel, Samuel uh, Z. Arcos Company. And uh, they, they saw it and said, we don't want it. And then Roger Corman stepped in. Yeah. Hello, yeah. I shall rub two nickels together. I have got $25 for you, man. But yeah, so it, it, it's like a cheesy Star Wars ripoff. But uh, at least the version we watched, everybody is dubbed. Except for possibly David Hasselhoff, we're not sure. I think it's sure. his real voice. Yeah, it, yeah, it definitely sounds Everyone like else, him. it's clearly not their oh, real voice. Christopher so. Plummer. Oh yeah, we forgot. Uh, another star... A uh, Canadian star, star Canadian crash. acting legend Christopher he's Plummer. He's in two scenes, mm-hmm. um, but he's like doesn't not... doesn't get up out of his chair. Yeah. No. Well, I was just to say Why he's not you? phoning it in, but he is sitting down in the second <laughs> scene. He's standing for that first scene, though, but he's just like standing and not moving. Staring a little bit above ca- the camera yeah. where I'm sure his lines are like... No, he's a theatrical actor. He is looking True. up at the audience. <laughs> he's playing to the crowd. He was this... like trying he's as much good. as you no, can. I'm telling you, like he, he is good. He can deliver lines. He as the ruler of the galaxy. Uh, yeah, uh, what was it? The emperor of the universe. Emperor yeah. of the universe. Yeah. The thing about this movie is the story is kind of hard to follow and it's probably like not really that important. It's very like generic, but it's like it's not really what like grabs you when you're watching it. What does grab you, I would say, are like the visuals. I think the design, yeah. The design. The, like my favorite thing was definitely the costumes because, mm. and, and same with the sets, but like while it's they do- It's a long do, time since the costumes were a favorite thing I on know, this show. It's definitely, <laughs> they are outrageous mm-hmm, yeah. and, and they're very, very loud and like they are like handmade. So some of them do look pretty cheap, but like the design. As opposed to being made by robots. Yes. <laughs> Look it up though. Like everyone is has this like giant V shape that goes down and wraps around their crotch. They're, they're very sexual costumes, and half the people are wearing like Dracula capes. Oh yeah, even um. Uh, I wish I had a Dracula cape. Christopher Monroe. Yeah. No, Carol Monroe's Dra- bikini. She had a Dracula. Has, a, has like a big collar. high Dracula collar, <laughs> which is insane. Built into the bikini. This is like a throwback to serials, like adventure serials mm-hmm. uh, of the 30s and the 40s, in the same way that Star. Wars did it except mm. you know you take out any kind of charisma or narrative momentum <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or excitement and it's you're a, like oh yeah it's like a throwback to the serials there's a bit of charisma but it's more just like cheesy and like 
like you're kind of laughing at the poor performance. Like yeah. you're not poor. They're just like. Like I said, like I, I, I dug the sidekick hard. robot, but oh, uh, oh well, that's my favorite thing. The original K two S O. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's this big robot who has a fun design. He's like all black. The only thing he's missing suit. is like a cowboy hat. Yeah, because yeah. he talks like, "Hey, partner, it's me, the robot." Yeah, he, and he has like, like two laser guns on the side of his head. Yeah, he kind of talks like old Bob. Yeah, uh, like, I'm an the old black prospector. Hole. He's played by uh, Hamilton Camp uh, actor. Uh, he's like a UK actor. I think mm. he does the voice for him. So I don't know. I think That's they were I just like, yeah, we Peter to... Mayhew was in the suit though. <laughs> they were like, we need to inject like this was like the That's, comic relief character. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's kind of funny. Everybody else, I don't know, is pretty like Marjo Gortner. My you could just God. get like uh, yeah, cardboard cutouts of everybody and just move them through the scene, and, and they're be the fine. Same thing. It's a, a lot of like walk, watching characters move from like one end of the set. To they the do, other. yeah. They walk along a little bit, a long but time. it's not like there's big long pauses of nothing happening. There's usually at least like something to look at, like a spaceship or a set or something, but. Color lights yeah they have some matte painting or something like that when i really like mm. the uh it kind of has like a barbarella feel uh, and mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. you know people have no called orgasm it, machine <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but people have called it you know Big star wars meets though. barbarella and I, I can definitely see that as far as the design of the costumes like the yeah. uh it's a movie that baffles me because i watch it and i go like i should like this uh-huh. there's no reason that i wouldn't like it i mm-hmm. like all of this stuff even mm-hmm. when it's done super cheaply mm-hmm. but this movie just like is the exception <laughs> of the rule because even the stop motion in it it's usually i'm like i love all stop motion doesn't yeah. matter how cheap it is yeah but this is the stuff that i'm like Ugh, it's so lame it's like, very lackluster it's like poorly designed and it's not moving in any fun just the way the animation doesn't have it's any personality not quite shot correctly mm-hmm. so it doesn't look big like it's supposed to look I mean I love to see like them flying through the air and you can see the like wrinkles of the green screen that they're in front of yeah it's it's not keyed out properly yeah Yeah. but they have um it's right from the get-go it kind of opens with the star destroyer shot flying by camera but all the models in this and I do love them I love the kind of I love models yeah but you know they do have that um when you you shoot models you have to have sort of like an infinite focus Mm -hmm. so that no part of the model uh, is out of focus you don't want that shallow depth of field because it makes the models look very miniature very yeah tiny. it's like what is the term for um you can use a camera angle to make things look like models or like tilt shift tilt shifting yeah tilt shift photography so that uh that means you can shoot like a large object like a building or something mm-hmm. and then give it this artificial uh shallow depth of field yeah makes it look tiny like a model yeah but these models when they go by camera it's like shallow depth of field which so they, makes them look tiny they look tiny they look mm-hmm. about you know 10 inches long or something like that so but the design of them is pretty fun and so that was your favorite part the tiny models you know right? what? i like the model design and i liked the star fields so i, I like liked, the star fields yeah too. it had this sort of very colorful this uh, is space they're talking about yeah it was a very fantastical <laughs> as opposed to the, as opposed to yeah it's my favorite space ba- base cat who hates mondays yeah. starfield <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Starfield. <laughs> He's Galactus's cat. Wait, I'm thinking of like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't even think of like oh, anything. Man. We're probably Garfield. the first people to think of Alvin and the Chipmunks in like a decade. <laughs> get, get them confused with Garfield. Supposedly they were really popular uh, with kids. Those movies that came out. Uh, you know those Alvin and the Chipmunks films? There was what, like, like the Squeakle. Yeah, the Squeakle. The ones that David oh, Cross was in. You know there was a big like um, John Waters joke in one of them. 
where like he, uh, <laughs> like John Waters is sitting beside one of them and he's like, oh, I love pink flamingos or something like what? that. What? Yes. I'm not even joking. <laughs> John Waters was in the squeakwolves. Uh, yeah, the, the kids love that movie. I like how you said the squeakwolves. Like, oh, of course, the third and fourth one. <laughs> That's all you know. Uh, but they were on like a desert island in one yeah. of them. I almost worked on one. The company I was working at at the time was bidding on it. And, uh, yeah, the company. Can't say what it and everybody in the company did not want to work on this movie. What did they work on instead? Uh, we, I don't think we got it, but we were, we were doing tests for it and nobody wanted to work on it. They're like, please, please don't get this movie. Even if it means I'll be laid off. Just because everyone hated like the chipmunks. It, it just looked like trash. Wasn't Jason Lee in the first one? Yes, yeah. he plays their owners. The uh-huh. one who gives birth to them. Um... You don't wait, know wait, wait, that. What's the human called? Them? Yeah, he knows. That's the plot of the chipmunk film. He does not struck name? by lightning and no, they come no. out of his butt, Richard Gere style. <laughs> what's the name of the <laughs> human in the Alvin and the I don't know. Oh no, Jason Alvin, Lee? right? No, 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 no Alvin no. is Simon. Yeah, Alvin Simon. Name. He's like Alvin. Wait, Alvin and I the speak chi- of isn't me. it Alvin and the chipmunks? Yeah, because Alvin. So Alvin is one of the chipmunks. Yeah, and the other two, Simon and Theodore. Because Alvin is the the troublemaker. I assume. What's a human's name? I grew up in the nineties. So I assume he probably had like a sideways baseball cap and was like skating around on skateboards. Probably, yeah. yeah. That's what the kids. But liked. back in the day, he just wanted. What was what is the I song think... about? The Christmas song. Oh, Christmas, Christmas. Yeah. And the Chipmunks ding, theme ding. song was like Meet the Chipmunks, chipmunks Alvin, Simon, Theodore. Yeah. I have a lot of questions. Do you think that like the owner was it like it's probably something like John or something like that? I think he it might have been had John. a relationship with like a woman chipmunk. <laughs> yes. and gave birth and no. <laughs> Maybe she already had the kids, and then she died, and he adopted them. No, no, she happened. was like down and out, and he's like, uh, "Send me your children." <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like uh, Michael Jackson's father. He's I'm like, like, "I'm gonna make them record stuff." Oh, and he's like, "You they better were. get in there and fucking practice." They became like a musical act, right? Oh, yeah. that's what Alvin wanted. Didn't he want like a uh, like a musical instrument? The like what's Christmas like a, like a harmonica? harmonica. That's what he wanted. Yes, <laughs> I watched a Christmas special endlessly as a kid. I, I actually don't know if I've seen the Christmas. Special. I remember my neighbor had the Christmas album. Yeah, like, from the, the probably the album 60s like went and would you play it in slow motion? So yeah, it's like yeah, middle so aged men. <laughs> And then we'd so speed up like the Alvin. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like the devil is after that's a, <laughs> that's a Pat Oswald bit. Yeah, he's like, Alvin. <laughs> uh, Chipmunks don't have souls, so they're going to go to purgatory anyway. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite part of Star Crash. Um, so Star Crash had some robots, as we mentioned before. Does anyone want to talk about them? I think it's, uh, so the bad guy is uh, Joe Spinell. Mm-hmm. Maniac uh, himself. He, he plays Count Zarth Arn. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> did you write that just down? Just rolls off the tongue. That's the like a George he's, Lucas he's one That's of worse the, than George Lucas, and that's saying something. He's one of the, um, uh, you know, the Lovecraftian monsters. Like a name. <laughs> like an old one or something. Yeah. yeah. Zarth Arn. Zarth Arn. Arn. He's hamming it up. He's got, Wait, like, what were this... the original names in, like, uh, the Star Wars script? I'm sure you probably know it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, like the Journal of the Wills or yeah. something? Oh, and Luke Starkiller. Luke Starkiller. Moose Starkiller? No, it's Luke Starkiller. <laughs> I remember, yeah. This is actually a really great book written by a Toronto guy called The Secret History of Star Wars. Really? Where you go through all the different drafts of Star Wars and how it evolved to the one that really? you Really? Yeah, it's really, really good. So you don't have to like go through reading all those goddamn no. books? No. It's actually maybe a little too detailed, but I yeah. think people who are really interested in that uh, should check it out. It's unauthorized, of course. Wow, I 
gotta check that out. I, I mean, I started trying to read the Oof. very first the one. He's like, no, it was like the Journal of the Will. It was like his first draft of the script from oh. way back when. Splinter in the Mind's Eye. Oh, the, this, the, the sequel. To... Yeah, that was the name of the Star Wars. That's what Star Wars. It was is like a Star Wars or something like that. Did the... George Lucas write? Star Wars. Yes. Yes. All of them. Yes. Yes. Even the originals. Yes. But a lot of people did like um, Empire Strikes Back was mostly rewritten Lawrence by Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah, and mm-hmm. a um, a, a yeah. woman who never gets talked about, Lee Brackett, who wrote a bunch of sci-fi novels, and she worked with Howard Hawks a lot on stuff like uh, oh. Rio Bravo and other classic films. It's like ah. none of the women involved with Star Wars get their due. Like Marsha Lucas, no. you know. Yeah. Well, because she saved that original you know. movie in the editing. Huh. Yeah, because Marsha Lucas had an affair with the man who built George Lucas's That's library. That's right. Skywalker Ranch <laughs> where George Lucas is like writing the prequel scripts He's under like, the stained glass window Marsha they... Marsha I built you a library yeah, was, <laughs> did like... you hear the story that like right before they broke up uh, he was watching a scene she edited it and he was like Oh, you did a really good job. And she's like, thank you. And she realized that he had like never properly complimented her. That's right, yeah. Oh, God. He never said anything positive. I'm not surprised. I hear George Lucas is a bit of a prickly pear. Yeah, and then uh, (laughs) he seems very very spiteful and vindictive. Yeah, but he loves his Chinese food. But what was that story about? (laughs) That's a reference to a photo to search George Lucas in food court. Yeah. Yeah, there was a thing where like they wanted to build something on his land or something and he... No, he was, he uh, was he, spiteful about that. He wanted to uh, expand. I think he wanted to build a, like a movie museum. Uh, something like that, right? No, that was something else. So okay. this was, I don't know. It was like he wanted to expand ILM or move ILM somewhere and they wouldn't grant him the permits. How else can I make a sequel to Full so, Throttle? You know, it was all the uh, the rich neighbors were complaining that they mm. didn't oh, want yeah. this <laughs> Playing building. his loud music all the time. So he's like, fuck you. And then he He, he bought built, the land, right? Well, he, I think he owned it or something, but he turned it into like low-income housing <laughs> just to just piss off. Just to piss them off? Just to piss off like other... I mean, maybe helping the people that... Uh, sure, but I don't think that was... <laughs> Is, is like, it was like uh, Clint Eastwood when like they wouldn't let him like eat like ice cream on the street or something like that. He became the mayor and like rezoned everything. <laughs> he became the mayor of a town of Carmel, Carmel, yeah, California, and he yeah, did it out of spite as yeah, well. Yeah, another spiteful old man, oh, Clint, yeah. Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. My parents, my parents loved going career. to Carmel. They would go. Really? Over, yeah. They would is go. there like big Clint Eastwood statues? Uh, probably. <laughs> he had them built to... himself. <laughs> it, it's him and and In the, the chair, nude, like, all muscled. It's and like, shit. No, it's him next to the chair, or was it a stool? Wow, that's a reference to the old Republican National Convention. Eight so funny. Ago. We're talking about everything but StarCrash right now. Um, I just want to say StarCrash was not as bad as Justin led us to believe. You know, it's a little slow, mm. I would say. Yes, but... but like I said, there's always something to look at. It's <sighs> not necessarily, an, like I said, it's an engaging story that really draws you in, but there's always something interesting If on you screen. were five years old and you watched this, I think it would probably become your favorite movie because might... there's like a whole bunch of stuff and you're a yeah, five-year-old, like so stuff Saturday, doesn't matter. Like, like You might cartoon. get a little restless. Yeah. But but like I was saying, you check out uh, Kinji Fukusaku's Message from Space if you want your Star Wars ripoffs. Oh, all right. Uh, that one has who's the guy who died in the Twilight Zone accident? Oh, Vic Morrow. Yeah, Vic Morrow. I don't know if it's Message from Space. Yes, it is. There's like a scene in the trailer where he's like, "What have I done to my career?" Oh no, in character. Oh no. But he was actually speaking, um, you oh, know, of his own career. Uh, so, Justin, was there anything you liked about Star Crash? Oh yeah, I did. I said I liked the cowboy robot. Oh, I thought I thought Colin. I thought Colin said I, that. No, no, I, I like the uh, uh, the models and the the star field is it has like a very nice fantastical design. All the stars are very kind of colorful. Yeah, colorful. And it mm-hmm. looked like 
it was all shot in camera. It didn't look like anything. Well, they, it didn't do any uh, plates for, I think, the spaceships. It didn't look like spaceships were shot no. on blue screen or anything because <laughs> they had a scene later where uh, Caroline Monroe is like in her spacesuit and she's mm-hmm. floating around. Flying through space. But you can see that she's not green screen or blue screened in. Mm. She's yeah. actually on the set and you can see some of the, the stars like flaring into camera. Mm-hmm. So it's like a practical star field, which is really cool. Yeah, as and I it said, cool. it looks like a giant light bright. Did any of you guys have light bright growing up? Yeah, I did. Uh, I, did. I just made a smiley face and that's all I could do. <laughs> yeah, nothing else. I, I went back to my little a... dog who did backflips because that was real entertainment. <laughs> yeah, it came with like a... Like a like a f- sketch. What do you call it? Like you just like a template. Or yeah, something. a template mm-hmm. that you just put the you little. Can do like a clown in. or something. Yeah, like I remember that. the clown face. Yeah, but I remember that was like, on the box. It was one yeah. of those toys where you'd slide a piece of black construction paper into it. Yes, but yeah. then when you ran out of the black construction paper, because it, it came. Yeah, because you made holes in the black construction yeah. paper, I right? Yeah, you had to buy refills. But I don't think any of them were sized properly, so I don't know if it was like you had to buy them from the actual company. I don't care. I just go back to my, uh, what is it called? Creepy crawlers, which is like you make those like plastic bugs. Oh, yeah. You know what? Rushing home to just make plastic bugs you can't eat. Do you and I remember um, Spirograph? Yeah. I I think maybe I got that in Light Bright the same Christmas because I remember them like at the same time. And for those of you who don't know, there's a really great Simpsons joke involving Spirograph. Do you remember? Bart goes to see a crazy man in the factory. He says something about how spirograph is like the secret to something yeah <laughs> you need to crack it yeah. it was it was like a colored pen and then there was like a like a protractor and then you had like a stencil and then you just spun it around really fast in a spiral and you made beautiful designs yeah they was, were like perfectly geometrical yeah they're kind of like different sized cogs that you, mm-hmm. put, yeah. that you put together that and you so can make cool. all these do you think different... that's still popular like can you still buy them I, I don't I'm know sure. I, but like on the shelf of like I mean, Toys R Us doesn't exist anymore. I don't so. think it would yeah. be called Spirograph. Like a bootleg? Like it's like yeah. um, Grapho Spyro. <laughs> I don't know if kids these days want to draw circles anymore. You'd be surprised that like, because kids are so smacked in the face with stuff they can do on computers, mm-hmm. that actual practical things. Like tactile Yeah, things. have like a novelty mm. to it yeah, that like computers that. don't. Yeah, much like Star Crash, where um, there's a lot of practical effects. Yeah, actually, all practical effects, right? And then like there was like what? Well, it looks like. What it, about the, the lightsaber? You know, the lightsaber is yeah. like they have kind of optical effects, and then yeah. uh, uh, Marjo Gordner. I hate saying Marjo Gordner. Well, his parents, so they named him Marjo because it's a combination of Mary and Joseph. <laughs> And I'm not, I'm not making really that up. Religious. You can call him Jomar. Google pictures of him Mar-Jo. when he was a child, and they're the most horrifying pictures you'll ever see. They're like something that uh, somebody would uncover in a horror movie mm-hmm. yeah. of this child at this tiny little pulpit uh, preaching. With and like he's the, like yelling angrily. Well, Oof. when I have kids, I'm going to make sure that they're also evangelical uh, <laughs> oh, child preachers. You're also yeah. going to name them. Fleecing those sheeple. Oh, yeah. Why not? Some money to be made. <laughs> yeah, guys. What if we turn this into a religious podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had anything to say. Honor uh, of Star Crash. I never my, uh, went to Have church. you ever been to church? My you don't name, need to say anything. My, my name, <laughs> no. uh, I will be now be going by the name of uh, Jigo. That is Jesus and God. <laughs> Jesus and God. Jigo. to be God G. Oh, Goji, Goji, Gojira. Uh, In honor Mary of Mag. God, Jesus, and I don't know. What starts with R-A? Uh, Ra, the God Ra. <laughs> the God Ra. Yeah. Right, Literally. <laughs> WWE Ra. Now, we have to talk about something in this movie, 
which I is really good. It's not my favorite thing, but I think uh, is really good is that John Barry is doing the score for Ooh, this. Oh, I forgot to well, mention Well, John Barry that. did three themes for the He film. did three themes, and they, they used them over and over and over again. It's good, though. It's legit good score. But yeah, but April was getting up to do something, and then like the music was playing. I'm like, this is this is actually a decent score. Like, it's, it's better it's than this movie deserves. Way better. It's not the score this movie <laughs> deserves. I think he probably cued it in the same way they cued most Italian films, like Inyo Morricone, which he would write three themes, and then the, he would just give it to the producers and they're like lay it out yeah. whichever way you want. I think they were, they actually tried to get Ennio Morricone to, oh, did they? to do it. Oh, they, really? they couldn't get him. But the uh, producers were so scared. They're like, holy shit, like John Barry said yes, mm-hmm. that they didn't want to show him the movie because they thought wow. he, would, he would quit after I he mean, saw the movie. I'm shocked that AIP turned it down. Maybe when they saw a rough cut, they're like, it's too much post work to actually get it to a place that we could release it. Maybe, AIP yeah. released so much shit. So, so a yeah. lot of lasers. Like Lots I say. of lasers. Yeah, the whole like end space battle is just insane. Yeah, the most exciting yeah. film you'll ever see of the main characters watching the end battle <laughs> on a TV Cutting back to yeah. them and like uh, Christopher uh, Plummer. Sitting in his chair. Yeah, so anyway, like yeah. David Hasselhoff comes into this movie at some point. At the and, third act. Yeah, and he, he's so young and a handsome, handsome man. He looks totally Lots different. Lots of eyeshadow. But just, yeah. yeah, he's got like, you know, eyeliner and stuff, but you're like, why isn't he the lead guy in this movie? It's like every yeah. time they would cut from Caroline Monroe to Marjo Gortner, I would have a physical reaction like, oh, God. Yeah, there's he's like a scene where pretty. David Hasselhoff is like sword fighting. He's like, ah! With a like lightsaber. Yeah. yeah, and he's and so fun. much so much better than Marjo. They, yeah, they he, both do it. They both fight the robots. Doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But um, he's having this lightsaber battle and then like Marjo Gortner gets like slashed I in the I love how you you just like hate, the succulent just, sound of his name Marjo that's the ugliest Marjo. name I've ever it heard it fits him it's quite just, possibly one of the ugliest oh, men I've, I've ever no Gortner. I wouldn't say that but he's not hey, hey I'm sitting right here <laughs> right across from you he's, he's not pretty to he's, look at he's not what they call classically handsome mm, no. no I would call him leathery <laughs> yes Speaking of leathery, like his, like he's wearing this really ugly red leather outfit throughout the whole movie, and it's like the uh, the strangest whoa, space whoa, whoa. outfit thought, I've ever seen. I thought your favorite thing was the costume. It was, but it's just so bizarre. It's so weird. It doesn't to look, look good at. on him. Hasselhoff can pull it off. Mm, yeah, mm. he's got the build, and you know he's got amazing hair, and he's just like and you want you want those two, or him and like Caroline Monroe. Yeah, to have get babies. it on. You want you want to I see agree. their you know. Thankfully, Marjo Gordner dies. Yeah. Then he comes back. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. I, I thought he came back. No, no. he dies, dies. Oh, okay, good. He turns to electricity and he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. I don't know why. Okay. But I was glad. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Now You're it's like gonna... fucking Marjo Gortner. Yeah. I want to see the sequel with like Hasselhoff, Hasselhoff and, and Caroline, Caroline Monroe. Monroe. Yeah. Well, you can always see Roger Corman's Battle from Beyond the Stars, his version of Star Wars, which he then recycled the space footage in about 30 movies. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm shocked he didn't recycle any uh, um, Star Crash footage. Star Crash is an amazing poster. Maybe just like as the like painted a, one. Where, oh, it's terrific, yeah. yeah. Um, it, you know, I was like showing my friend the trailer today. And we were watching it at lunch, mm-hmm. and they cut the trailer. Of course, you know all the lasers going, the lightsabers, all the best it, scenes. It looks like the greatest fucking movie huh. you've ever seen. And I said, I bet you all this stuff is within like five minute mm. in one five minute scene. Yeah, and not, the rest is just yeah, all talking. Not quite true, but kind of a little and bit. The thing about the poster being misleading goes with the next movie we uh, watched. You, you stole my transition, <laughs> which, is, the, which is the classic. I'm like, I'm waiting for Colin to finish. All right, <laughs> it's the classic. The poster looks amazing, so that's why we watched the movie, and the movie wasn't very good. I thought yeah. you were going to say, it's the classic Ernest Borgnine <laughs> trapped in a diamond conceit. 
Yeah, it's really yeah, funny. Okay, so... Uh, uh, I can't escape this what diamond. What was this movie called? Laser Mission. Before we get to Laser Mission, I just want to uh, give another shout-out to Canadian legend Christopher Plummer. Okay. As we're talking about how, you know, actors real true theater actors can deliver these these lines of dialogue mm. and make them sing the movie ends with a little monologue and he's saying it to camera mm-hmm. after sleepily the, no sir i disagree with that but he's he he's was like, given it he's something. given it and that's like the theatrical uh, touch he's like saying to camera he's like once again the galaxy is safe blah yeah. blah 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 Oh, it's amazing. Somebody and had to class I up almost this movie. stood up and clapped it was I mean, so good. <laughs> speaking of theatricality Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> Who is a classically trained actor, right, guys? Uh, yeah, he's <laughs> just a blue collar from the streets. Hey, kids! He's trapped right. in diamonds and laser missions. So yeah. look up the poster, everybody. And there's several posters, but you'll know it when you see it. Of... Laser Mission, it's Brandon Lee and his female co-star looking like they're in a Bond movie because he's mm-hmm. wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> and there's a random diamond in the middle of the frame with Ernest Borgnine's face in it. He <laughs> just looks smiling, isn't I think he? he's smiling. He's, 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 he's like, face, ah. He's just happy to be there. His face is unmistakable. <laughs> like, you can't see that and not know that that's Ernest Borgnine. And I, it's it just, he bizarre doesn't look like I mean, you know what's bizarre? There's what? no lasers in this movie called Laser Mission. I think there might have been one laser at the beginning. Yeah. I I don't We can't remember any lasers. Okay, so spoiler alert. <laughs> don't we write not, in. There is a mission. Not, we did not like this movie. And whoa, 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 I no, 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 this it. is no such thing as a bad movie. Yeah. Uh, you know what it wasn't that bad, but it was uh oh boy. Okay, so there were things in this movie <laughs> that were funny that you could make fun of. Sure. A all the terrible accents. I mean that ha- that oh, might man, be my favorite thing. That deserves its own. So your discussion. own favorite thing. So this movie <laughs> is Brandon Lee plays a spy who goes to Cuba, I'm putting it in quotes, Quote, it's mostly South Africa South and Africa. Germany, to go save this diamond, um, which the villains who are Germans, Russians, I think they're Russians. They steal this gigantic diamond. Mm-hmm. To make a laser, I assume. And they want to k- mm-hmm. kidnap Ernest Borgnine. Who's a... A German, German scientist? scientist? You may never know. Yeah, you never his know. accent is it's all over Irish. The place. Sometimes it's, it's classic it's uh, Russian. I guess yeah. he's like a, a famous laser scientist, and mm-hmm. they want him to build a laser that can shoot down planes so they can take oh, over yeah, the world. Oh, yeah, that's right. So they, and now we all just have laser pointers, and we can know. do that. I'm a laser yeah, scientist, but then everybody. also like a thing about his daughter was kidnapped, and then so he ends up going to the zoo to bring her along on this mission, who is this the blonde girl. The enthusiasm in your voice. Blonde girl. Um, hey, she was in Seinfeld. That's pretty cool, you guys. Mm. How many movies are we going to watch where there's an actor or actress that was on Seinfeld? Probably like any movie you can find somebody. Yes. Um, but anyway, mm. this movie was Are you going to fall asleep? Good. Do you want me to like no. prop you up? Um, everyone had a really weird accent. Everyone's accent was different. <laughs> there was the Spanish lady who didn't sound Spanish and her partner who was German? Uh, I don't know. They were in on the whole mission, right? Yeah, they were okay. comedy relief. They were like comedy relief bumbling sidekicks. And then it's a man and a woman, which you don't see that often. And then they fell into the water. And then he realizes that she has boobs. <laughs> what? It was uh, wacky hijinks. Well, okay. So this is, it came out in, I think, 1990. And before this movie started, I was singing Brandon Lee's praises to April. who's never really seen him in anything. Wait, so you're like like a Brandon Lee stan? You're I, like, love- I love the crow, no, man. I'm 
saying, man, that really you know. speaks to me. No, so, actually, he was talking about how he didn't like The Crow. Actually, The Crow is my uh, least favorite? favorite of his. I mean, movies. what are his other films? Uh, well, like Rapid Fire. Yeah, Showdown uh, in Little Tokyo. Little Tokyo. And his first one from Hong Kong, Legacy of Rage. Oh, okay. Well, I remember seeing. Uh, I saw. Directed by Bride of Chucky's Ronnie Yu. Really? Yeah. Ronnie oh my Yu. God. Yeah, he's I've a Hong Kong director him. for a while. <laughs> didn't he also do Freddy vs. Jason? He did do Freddy vs. Yeah. Jason, and everybody's favorite, Warriors of Virtue. Oh, oh yeah. The didn't one with the rabbits, Colin, not the turtles. Didn't you work on that? No, it was Kangaroos. <laughs> oh, it was Kangaroos. Well, it was it the real, same real tank girl. It was the same yeah, company. It was very similar to It was tank the girl. same company that had the helicarrier down in their model shop. Wait, did you work oh. on Warriors of Virtue? No, but they uh, had a poster on the wall <laughs> of yeah, Warriors no, of Virtue. You had so, mentioned it before. I'm assuming that they either worked on the movie. So it was like Nick Fury, Warriors of Virtue. <laughs> no, Those are our top things. They just had this random Warriors of Virtue. So I'm assuming that they either worked on the movie or just really big fans of this. <laughs> <laughs> they fans. could be. They, oh they man, you guys be. worked in that movie? Like no, what? No, no. Oh, we love it. Don't you? Who doesn't? Kangaroo guys. Um, man, doing like martial arts. Kangaroo Fury during like the nineties. It's like yeah. Tank Girl. Well, what else? Like two movies. <laughs> Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> Kangaroo Jack. Post two thousands. And I gotta say, if anybody's excited about Kangaroo Jack, he does not talk in the movie. That is just a dream sequence where no. he raps. Yep. It was on the poster. Yeah, like he had it his glasses car- and he's yeah. like looking back like this. <laughs> no one can see me what I'm doing. A hip he's pulling down his hip hop, but don't stop. Because he hip hop. Is that what he says? Yeah, because yeah. Jerry O'Connell, oh, in that rare time where Jerry O'Connell could lead a film, oh, gets God. hit in the head and um, <laughs> hallucinates Kangaroo Jack, who I think like steals diamonds or something. Speaking of diamonds. Was it Christopher Walken in that movie? Uh, no, I think you're thinking of the Country Bears, <laughs> where at the end. He is uh, in the Country Bears. Christopher Walken's like, I'll get you, Country Bears. I'll get you bears, and he's like being carried away by animatronic <laughs> Wait, okay, bears. Perhaps you're seeking of the rundown, which also had <laughs> Kangaroo Man, um, Sean William Scott. Well, who's the bad guy in Kangaroo Jack? I don't know. So apparently, Kangaroo up. Jack is not about a cartoon kangaroo. Uh, I think the bad guy is Kangaroo. It's Christopher Walken. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, there you go. wow! And Michael yeah. Shannon. Yep, Michael Shannon. Oh yeah, my he God. he did the mocap for the kangaroo. <laughs> True? No. no. Okay. <laughs> that was before he was famous. Oh, what do I do here with this? I mean, would you really call Michael Shannon famous now? I'm I going mean, to fucking kill you. He still seems like just like a regular Joe. Have in you a guys good way. heard about Pottersville, the movie where Michael? We've Shannon seen it. We're drunk. doing Pottersville yeah, on a Patreon. Great. We have episode, to do it for or maybe Christmas. a regular episode. It's just like soon. the it's just the episode of The Simpsons where Homer gets like the bees covered and they think he's. Uh, it's insane. <laughs> Scene. That is a movie for another time. Yeah. Right. Can we get to Kangaroo Jack? <laughs> Ronnie War- Yu. Warriors of Kangaroos. Virtue. War- Warriors of Virtue. Ronnie Yu. Oh, it was uh, Brandon, Brandon Lee. Lee. Brandon Bra- Lee. Brandon. And we're back. Yeah, we're Legacy <laughs> of Rage. Yep. And we well, I had seen Rapid Fire in the theaters. Oh, Rapid Fire is great. And I thought it was terrific. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, who is this guy? So I was like telling April before the movie started. Oh, you know, like, he's, oh Brandon oh, Lee's the best. charismatic and oh, he can fight and fight scenes are really well choreographed. Nope, not in this movie. No, even though it was directed by a stunt um, coordinator who's done like 155 films. Yeah, yeah. There are good stunts in this, but not done by Brandon Lee. No. It's a BJ Davis, I think. Yeah. yeah. He, like he's directed a couple of Oh, episodes. poor guy. His name's BJ. Well, yeah. I think it, it, like Bo Davis, I think is where yeah. he went. But yeah, he's got like almost 150 credits for stunt coordinator, mm-hmm. all the way from the original Battlestar Galactica 
up in, to the Amazing the Spider-Man 2. Exactly. He's it's like, like insane. With the Amazing Spider-Man wow. 2, I've done everything I want to do. Yeah, yeah you can name, name anything. He's probably done it. And he did like Army of Darkness, I think, mm-hmm. too. He was the stunt coordinator. He was um, Bruce Campbell's uh, stunt uh, double, <laughs> and he also did the horse stunts. Really? Like, you know, it, yeah. it doesn't always work out when stunt people direct movies. Uh-uh. Sometimes it does. John, uh, John Wick. When um, right? Vic Armstrong directed Army of One, the Dolph Lundgren film. Does oh, anybody Jesus. remember that one? Army no. One. Yeah, Vic oh. Armstrong being one of like the most. He doubled for Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford for yeah. years. Yeah. Oh. And he's the stunt coordinator. I think he was the stunt coordinator on Mission Impossible 3 as well. He still works to this oh, day. Oh, yeah, he still works. Um, or David, uh, he passed away. The guy who directed Stakes on a Plane. Isn't it David R. Ellis? I think I'm getting that Don't name know. wrong. Yeah, he did Another Cellular stunt? and he oh. did. Final Destination 2. Okay. Cellular. Wasn't that directed by Larry Cohen? No, that was written by Larry Cohen. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, Close God. enough. <laughs> so back to Laser Mission. Uh, Brandon yeah. Lee is trudging through the desert with his, as I think uh, April said, the Willie-like uh, woman sidekick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Willie from Indiana Jones and the <laughs> Temple of Doom. Indy. She has, she has this uh, annoyingly high voice. So it, <laughs> for all you Seinfeld fans out there, she's the girl that went Kramer goes to LA he meets a terrible actress um, and now she's reprising her role as a terrible actress yeah. as you can uh, tell from <laughs> April's voice she hates high-pitched people yeah it's very she's very annoying in this movie and she's supposed to be uh, 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 Ernest Borgnine's daughter. Yeah, and then there's a switcher at the end where you find out she worked for the spy agency the whole time. Well, spoilers. Yeah, and yet she didn't really do anything, but there's two instances in this movie where she's called a bitch. I did not enjoy that. One by our hero, Brandon Lee. Mm -hmm. And then the bad guy called her a bitch. It was the the style at the time. Uh, Well, the style at the time. It was 1990. Colin has a tattoo on his arm that says, you bitch. (laughs) You a bitch. But then it says 1990. <laughs> just so you know, yes, yeah, so you know like, it was a different time. And then, well, and then under it, it says, uh, "I'm so sorry." And it's you, like 2018. And then it says, "Wino." You're like, you say <laughs> "He's a wino now." I mean, it works. Wino forever. Do you think yeah. you could do that? You just like date your tattoos. Like, you're like say I don't want to get rid of it, but I put the date. Oh, just, just so, so you know, you know the people have context. Yeah. yeah. You're like, uh, does that explain like the barbed wire? And the, <laughs> oh my god, the I Japanese know. Character I know. Okay, I know this guy. I won't say his name, but he got all the. You know, you're never supposed to get trendy. Spaz. No, no, <laughs> you're never supposed to get trendy tattoos. Oh no, we got a Gangnam Style tattoo. And this guy god. would get all the trendy tattoos. Okay, so wait, like, what did he have? Like barbed wire <laughs> on both arms? No, just on. Because you were kind of gesturing in both arms there. No, I'm just feeling my biceps. You're just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. He was like, <laughs> holding his arms. No, he had, he had the bicep, and then he got that stupid kiss. The, girl, oh. the lipstick like kiss lipstick on the neck. Kiss? Yeah. So wait, so he would just walk into the tattoo parlor, point at something at the wall. Whatever was the trendiest tattoo at that time, he would get like, it. Like, as a troll? Like, as a no, joke? Did he no. get a tramp stamp? He was so... Uh, actually, no. A, uh, let me tell you one second. So, yeah, he'd point, he was so proud of the kiss on the neck. And it's it was ugly. already out of style at that time. And you're just He's like, like no. uh, it's based on the seal song, Kissed by a Rose. <laughs> that would have been cool. I know a guy who got a tramp stamp. So uh, Different I guy. I won't say his name either, but uh, he, and, he and his parents, he and his family <laughs> he decided when the podcast. kids were old enough that they would all go out and get their first tattoos together. Oh, my God. And he got on the base of his in the tramp stamp area. This is a man. Small of his back. He, mm. he got. No judgment here. 
he got the uh, always original made in Canada. Oh okay. yes. Oh, so based on the classic, um, what was it? Uh, the beer commercials. Yeah, Just, but what? Or Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. And he get the anyone, can- Canadian stupid made in Canada. Canada Everybody's getting made in yeah. Canada. Really? And so he got. Yeah. But the worst thing was that was bad enough. Like, why did you get it on the like? Mm-hmm. You know, the base of your spine. He got it in this font. It was like this really <laughs> long. Comic Sans. It was this weird, <laughs> elongated, vertically uh, mm-hmm. font, and you could not read what it said. <laughs> Probably for the best. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, squished up and stretched vertically. Someone like, illegible. In, someone yeah. in my high school class got a full while we were in high school color tattoo on her entire back that said born to skate with like a giant skate I'm sure that probably doesn't hold up to this day wait what kind of skating like Like, ice skating yeah no yeah rollerblading I don't know skateboarding yeah no 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 figure skating figure skating skating. (laughs) no it was actually the fish she likes she likes skate (laughs) what there's a fish called a skate yeah oh Uh, I mean not up on my fish some of the tattoos that like I got uh, I'm up on my fish have you gotten the new bootleg album they just released (laughs) wow it's like you know that's yeah, good. it's like six hours long. One song. <laughs> yeah, not really a song. Um, yeah, I got like my uh, awesome monkey bone, uh, not monkey bone. Yeah, my monkey bone tattoo and my crazy bones tattoo. Crazy <laughs> Crazy bones. crazy bones. We know what crazy bones were. They came out after pause. Oh, no, I got the one of like Calvin and he's pissing. <laughs> oh God, that's so popular. People still these, love these, that. These that's boys like every, are good boys. That's like the sign of like an asshole drives this truck is when you see the Calvin pissing. That's yeah. that's awful. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, How dare they use the intellectual yeah. property? See, of, I'm not uh, even a Calvin and Hobbes fan. I just think like a, a little boy like. Like laughing evilly while pissing, pissing. is just not a pleasant image. And you know when you yeah, look you down, piss in private. You know boy. they're gonna have like a set of truck balls, like underneath. <laughs> yeah, truck, truck nuts. And they're two crazy bones for some reason. Yeah, and like the thing of the two naked like women, but they're like, uh, like mirroring. Wait, wait, wait April, each other. do you have any anime tattoos? No. Call I, it? I do wish... you have any anime tattoos? <laughs> no. I, I lo- like Naruto. No, I, I love anime, but uh, no anime tattoos. I've got Gemma from Ninja Scroll, like my. <laughs> I don't know that. I never saw that. <laughs> All I know about Ninja Scroll is that there's tentacle porn in it. Yeah, right? there's, no, yeah. there's no tentacle porn. Oh, yeah, Colin has I like a Legend not. of the Overfiend tattoo oh, coming God. out of that. Uh, Search that when you're at home, Yeah, kids. don't. Don't. Unless you want to be put on some list. Um, so what was your favorite part of we're back on Laser Mission? <laughs> um, I've got to say, well, there, it, like you were talking about sort of like a crapshoot when a stuntman directs mm-hmm. a movie whether mm-hmm. okay he's, you know he's got his stunty friends in there they're gonna do some dangerous crap they'll at least be competent in the action I didn't think this movie at all had it except for one scene they have like a great car chase yeah this is a great where like Brandon Lee is like hanging out of the side like yeah, firing it, a machine it's, it's actually really really that fun that was pretty cool lots of explosions and uh, yeah he's doing some really dangerous stuff and mm-hmm. yeah so that is really fun and that's kind of cool uh, that's about it for the action like there's really not a whole uh, lot my favorite part was when a guillotine fell and then we were like uh, oh wow right at the beginning uh, did, is there an uncut version where you see his head cut off and we looked and we're like oh, there is an uncut version yeah. and then we were like oh you don't even see the head fall off though you just see some blood splatter well this is weird because on IMDB it says there's an R-rated and an unrated mm-hmm. we're not sure which one we watched too hot for TV we did nothing... not watch the unrated version we didn't even watch the R-rated version I looked at the um, like what was cut and it's like a little bit of action here and there it was like Less than a minute of there stuff. There was barely any blood. There was no, no. swearing. They there said was no nudity. Bitch. 
Yes. <laughs> they did show the one. There was an almost sex w- scene. Uh, oh no! Like she, like okay, that female henchman. She, you could see everything, but she did have a shirt on. She comes yeah. out of the water. And she with tried to tent. cover herself up, but it was already it's like too a, late. It's like a I wet, like a wet t-shirt <laughs> contest. Oh, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Yeah, she comes out of the water in a tank top, but they've clearly just wet around her nipples. Her, her nipples, just yeah. Just her nipular area. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a word. Nipular? Oh, Could geez. be. Um, I'm cold in the nipular area. <laughs> uh, well, we're talking about the... The stunts? His, yeah, no. stunts. So we all said our favorite thing? I said um, you. Uh, I did not say my favorite thing. You said the guillotine thing? thing. Oh, that's right. And, uh, you know, we should talk about Ernie Borgnine some more, who uh, comes in and out of this film. Yeah. And it's really like the accent play. He's not in it enough. Where he starts talking and he's like... Ah, yes, my lasers. And then it'll be like, it is what we have to do. Like yeah. an accent goes he in and goes out. right into his regular speaking voice. There's just other times where he's straight up just Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. yeah. So we got to get the laser that uh, mine lip sheen. Yeah. <laughs> he said nine at one point. Uh, nine. So I think it was supposed to be German, but it was confusing. It was, yeah, so confusing. What was the part? Something happened and April was like, that is not scientifically accurate. Oh, I don't even remember. I really don't remember. Uh, that could be anything. In this movie, but we have Laser to talk- Mission is going to be one of those films, though, that I'm like, have I seen this? And I'll be like, maybe I should watch it. Yeah, and then you'll get into it like, no. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't recommend this movie. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, go great, see Rapid Fire. Great instead. poster, oh, big time. See Rapid Fire um, or Showdown in Little Tokyo. Yeah, you know, it's actually kind of fun. There's lots of um, movies out there that have amazing posters that aren't very good, and like that's the point of posters, right? To get you in the theater. <sighs> this is a great like two great posters. Uh, yeah. Episode. Yeah. yeah. Both of them have two great posters. Especially like Star Crash is something I would like put up on the wall. But I do think like uh, Star Crash kind of delivered as far as visuals spaceships. go, like a kind of style. Yeah, you know, there it had are some style spaceships. To it. And like I said, you know, you put it on in the background at a party yeah. without any audio, and it, yeah. it, you know, people would be like, oh, that looks kind of. You know what? Star yeah. Crash does have crashing stars. And Laser Mission has no lasers. Lies. No lasers. So. There's, there's the threat of a laser. Yeah. yeah. Like, like Star Crash definitely has enough. Like, if you're in with a group, like, there's enough to kind of, like, poke fun at. To riff on and, and stuff. Yeah, you can kind exactly. of talk during the boring I bits think, or something. I think it was on Mystery Science Theater. Um, I think so. I think both of these might have been. Or Star Crash was recently on Mystery Science Theater okay. on oh, the so. new Netflix season. Oh, with Jonah Ray. I believe, okay. yeah, the first one. Yeah, oh, okay. I don't. I don't watch it. But uh, oh, I wanted to back about Star Crash. It kind of reminded me of Space Mutiny, but it's better than that. So if mm-hmm. you're thinking that it's like on that level, it's it's got more budget than that, way more. For a moment, I thought you were going to be like, it reminded me of Spaceballs. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's like halfway between Star Wars and Space Mutiny. Wait, do you guys like uh, Spaceballs? I only yeah, saw yeah, the first half. I uh, I, 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 I saw it like when it came half. out, and mm-hmm. I kind of I, I laughed. I, I watched it a bunch of times as a kid. So yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan. I haven't rewatched it. In I remember a long watching time. it recently. Uh, we watched the. Mm-hmm. I, it was a rough cut that someone had a 35 millimeter print of. Really? For Peter's birthday. Yep. Mm. And I found it uh, unfunny, except for two jokes. Anything okay. with Rick Moranis is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the joke where uh, John Hurt is eating at the restaurant, oh, and the yeah. alien <laughs> pops out of his stomach. Hello, my baby. Not again. <laughs> I saw it a long time ago, so I don't really remember. But I think I remember liking it. But I you know Mel Brooks is. 
hit and miss for you? Well, he has diminishing returns sometimes, but sometimes he's also movies are really really funny Blazing yeah. Saddles still holds you, up yeah I mean Young Frankenstein mm-hmm. yeah, part two that's, that's a good uh, one. no <laughs> what not about, about Brooks film did he do Dracula Dead and Loving It he did yes, that was like what? the funniest film when I was I a kid I also <laughs> loved it as a kid I, I was it. I was loving it every joke I was like oh my god I'm sure if I watch it now it'd be like a wet fart in my face I guess it was like childish humor and that's why we found it funny but if I watched it I guess it came out after Bram Stoker's Dracula yeah, I, yeah, I, I never saw that or Robin Hood Men in Tights. So. Oh, I saw right. that. Yeah. I never yeah. saw Robin Hood Men no. in Tights. I saw that as a kid. So never... weird that like Kevin Costner's Robin Hood was popular enough that like Mel Brooks was like, I'm going to make huge. another um, parody <laughs> yeah. film. Well, I, mean, like, I was retired, but he brought me back. Uh, spoof movies and parody movies like in the 90s and earlier are so interesting because it's like a barometer of what's popular. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, before it became like the date movie, epic movie, it became something else. But it's like, it's just interesting to see like how it, it's a reflection of our society <laughs> i mean like uh scary movie five captures that um zeitgeist of mama because that's what the movie is based on Still haven't seen mama wait the horror movie mama <laughs> yes. you're kidding nope no, that's what yeah. they're like the skeleton of scary movie five is is mama you are fucking kidding me nope. back you... that point scary what? movies are really starting to go downhill but that wasn't even like <laughs> wait a at hit. five you've decided yeah. that they start I, going I remember liking four but i'm <laughs> no, not no, saying no. it was good three is good because that's a david zucker joint is that the, the one, one with, with the million dollar babies that, yeah, that's the one that that's I... That's four, That's I four, believe. yeah. Okay. I saw that in theaters. That scene, the million dollar baby scene, is fucking hilarious. And for the record... Because um, <laughs> she's falling on all the stools. <laughs> Jane Austen's Mafia is great. Oh, yeah. So Can is watch that? Hot Shots Part 2, but I do not like Hot Shots Part 1, all uh, right? Which is the one with Carrie Ewell's. That Speaking Jim, of men tights, that was Jim Abrahams, I think. Carrie, yeah, Jim Abrahams. Carrie did, Elwes. Did uh, yeah, he did. He did okay. Hot Shots One, Two, and he also did Jane Austen's Mafia. Okay, the last film he directed. He's really? like, I've said everything I have to say. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I have not seen Jane Austen's Mafia. Oh, we Loaded Weapon is great movie. too. I think we've said this before. On Loaded Weapon. I don't know is if we've great. said that on this podcast, but Loaded Weapon is surprisingly funny. Well, we I, I, I'd never even heard of it. What and was the screening? We went to see a screening at the Royal. Uh, it was... A laser blast screening. Thank That's you very right. much. It was for Edgar Wright's fist... movie. Yeah, it was Fistful of Fingers, yeah. and we sh- uh, we programmed a secret spoof movie. And I. 100% thought, oh my God, it's going to be top secret. Yes. And I was so saying, Colin, oh, it's going to be top secret. And we were like, it's, it's top not secret. top secret, Colin. And I'm like, no, like, it's going to be know. top secret. And when it came on. He gets like National Lampoon presents. Loaded weapon. Loaded weapon. And you were like, oh. April yeah. can attest to it. I was so disappointed. He was, oh, loaded weapon. And that's such like a great Within cast. like five minutes, I was fucking dying yeah, laughing. Yeah, we were, so I had never seen it, never even heard of it. And we it were laughing the whole Emilio time. Emilio Estevez and Samuel Jackson. Yeah. It's great. I would have never known Samuel. While Jackson was in it, and Whoopi Goldberg's in it. Oh, yeah, that's briefly. Right. I don't remember what Whoopi Goldberg isn't she like she's a corpse the, at one she's point? She's at the beginning, and then she died. Yeah, yeah. they're in the Tim crime Bona. scene, William and then Shatner. they call her, and then they Tim call Curry. her a loser. Oh, yeah. William Shatner is like the main villain. He's the bad guy. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys watched Loaded Weapon. There's Tim a great Curry. Phil Hartman joke where like he plays a cop, and he's like, "If you think you could do, uh, oh no, it's like you sound like a comedian. Is that what you are?" <laughs> and Phil Hartman's like, "Oh, you know, that sounds like a good idea." He like grabs a mic. Was it like a brick wall goes behind him? Yeah, it's definitely. Very like uh, it's a it's a I was gonna say loud. It's kind of like a bigger mm-hmm. spoof movie. Yeah, it's exactly. really it's but really yeah, funny though. Yeah, it's, and it doesn't um, uh, w- 
uh, wallow in pop culture that much in a no, way no. that like it yeah. kind of like just a, a few yeah. things here and there it sticks to the one movie like yeah. y- you know it's obviously the lethal weapon mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. <laughs> the kind of jokes where like at one point a woman's like how about you get comfortable and Mila says alright oh no no he says uh, you um, make yourself at home and Emilio yeah. Estevez is like yep and he like takes his pants yeah. off and, like, <laughs> it's just like little things like that um, okay so where can people get Star Crash um, Star Crash uh, and Laser Weapon um, laser, laser Mission Mission I was thinking about Loaded Weapon yeah um, they're both available <laughs> Laser Mission 1 they're both available on Amazon Prime in Canada um, I'm assuming it is in the States because you guys get a lot more movies than we do but mm-hmm. it's also avail- I think they're both available on DVD yeah, Star Crash yeah. has like a big special edition that came out. Uh, Laser Mission has been relegated to dollar store bins. <laughs> As it should. Those like Hollywood DVD like, that come <laughs> yeah. in like cardboard sleeves. That's where you'll find Laser It's Mission. one of those things where uh, it should have just remained a poster. Mm-hmm. It's a really funny poster. You, <laughs> everybody really has good. to check nine. out this poster. I would, I'm trapped in a diamond. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but I would recommend Star Crash. Personally, I would check it out if you're in the mood for a really cheesy yeah, for sure. like, uh, Star Wars ripoff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you want to email us at the podcast, uh, you can email us at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com or tweet at us at no such thing pod. And um, consider joining the Patreon if you want to be submitted into our bad movie lottery. We'll be having a draw every couple months. And at the $5 level, you get bonus episodes every two weeks. Oh, like what kind Wait, of... Wait, what's uh, the next episode that's coming up? I'm. It's a surprise, but oh, the um, the hint is it contains one Wings Hauser. Does it? Oh. <laughs> that's right. It's a movie maybe not everybody knows about, but it's a really, really funny movie I that I would recommend. Oh, you've, you've seen <laughs> the clip. I, I remember. Okay, yeah. yeah, everyone, yeah. Everyone, just watched it. When yeah, we everyone will know the clip. When we when we talk about it, everyone has oh, seen God. this like viral oh, clip. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah, almost spoiled it. You almost spoiled it. Well, anyway, check that out if you uh, are a Patreon member, five dollars a month. And uh, if you want to tweet at me, I'm at April at Mansky. Uh, you can tweet at me. My uh, handle is D E C L O U X and the letter J, DeClue J. I'm also on Letterboxd, just Justin DeClue. You can also listen to my other podcast, The Important Cinema Club. We release stuff weekly. We also have videos online talking about new movies. And if you want to see a movie that I wrote and directed and that April is in and that Colin did visual effects for, Impossible Horror is now available on Vimeo, so you can rent it for five bucks. Only five bucks, you guys. Check it out. Check it out. Whoa. Do it now. Ernest Borgnine would say, check it out, kids. Yeah, and buy my important Cinema Club book on Amazon. All right, and then to you, Colin. (laughs) Um, I'm on Twitter. It's Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. And I think on Instagram is just Sergeant Zim, S-G-T-Z-I-M. One thing before we go... Mm -hmm. We missed one of the best things about oh Laser my Mission. God. Oh God, I forgot. Is the theme song. Man of violence. I forgot about the song. Okay. In the violence of the night. I'm a mercenary man. There, there's a song. We don't know who sang it, but uh, it's called Mercenary Man that is sung throughout this movie. So Certainly many times. Certainly, just drop it during action scenes. Oh, yeah. It's like we ran out of music. Uh, yeah, play Mercenary, mercenary Man. Yeah. If I can find it, I'll lay it in the end of the episode, but yeah. I don't know if I can find the song because it's such an obscure movie. In the balance of the night. And then like the saxophones kick in. It's like. They played it about five times. Oh, yeah. Five times is not enough. No. I'll catch you all next time. I'm April Atmansky. I'm Justin Clue. I'm Colin Cunningham. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie. Higher. In the violence of the night. Where you hear the silent scream. 
He only knows where he is going to It's like a dream within a dream His heart beats like a hammer Like the back feet of a song And the fire burns within him And he knows he don't belong But he must be strong He's a man 